Hello, friend. This is Taylor with an exciting and important announcement before this episode begins. For the past few years, I've gotten lots of requests from men in my courses for an in-person workshop or retreat. And I'm happy to say that this year it's finally happening in the beautiful mountains just outside of Asheville on July 11th through the 14th. And it includes a nine-week online men's group and training that starts three weeks before the retreat to help us integrate the work we're going to be doing together into our regular everyday lives. The program is called Liberate Your Life Force, and it's for any man who wants to feel truly vital and alive and liberated in his life on a daily basis in things like sex, relationships, in your family, in your business, and with your mission and purpose in life. Yes, (laughs) let's take a breath to that. I am co-facilitating this program with my good friend Thomas Duchin, and we've created this program based on our years of working with hundreds of men and figuring out some of the most effective and powerful ways to help us break through the most common ways men get blocked in life, with things like sexual shame, emotional closure and numbness, being the lone wolf, being the nice guy, difficulty receiving, and so many more ways that we hold ourselves back. The good news is we can actually work through these things and come out way stronger on the other side, especially when supported by a group of men and in-person processes that challenge you to become your best self. If this is something that sounds good to you, you can go to my website and click the retreat menu option to learn more. And know that enrollment is first come, first serve by application only, and it's limited to just 18 men, so we can have a truly powerful and tight-knit group. It's going to be profound, it's going to be fun, it's going to be challenging, and I'm so excited to share it with you and the group of men who have already signed up. So if you're interested, again, check out my website. And with all that being said, let's get into today's episode. 66 days. That is the amount of time it takes to form a new habit. According to the research, it's not 21 days, which is a figure a lot of us have heard from the self-development world. It's actually 66 days. And that can be a little intimidating, especially if we're hoping to have a habit formed in 21 days, which is kind of like the pop culture understanding of things. 66 days is a while. It's a while. But for me, this is an encouraging number because it gives me something realistic to shoot for. So much of what we experience in the self-help, self-development world is fluff. And it's a lot of feel-good fluff used to sell products and to sell things to you that ultimately probably won't help you. Buy this thing and your life will be great. Do these practices for three days and everything will change. Well, probably not. Most change happens over an extended period of time with repeat behavior and intentional decision-making and self-discipline, which I like to call self-leadership. And this is something I've been thinking a lot about recently, and I'm going to go into in this little mini episode here. This episode of the podcast, by the way, is the end of the first season of the Eros Rising podcast. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for going on this podcast journey with me. This has been a lot of fun, a lot of fun, honestly, more work than I had anticipated, uh, but also really, really rewarding. I've loved getting emails from guys and Instagram messages from guys talking about how this podcast has changed their sex life and changed their relationships and changed their path. And that's ultimately why I'm doing this. So thank you for your feedback. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your reviews. Thank you for your ideas and suggestions for future episodes. I really, 
really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Let's all take a deep breath together. I've been reflecting on this podcast journey and I've been reflecting on habits and I've been reflecting on where I put my energy in terms of talking about sex and creating useful things for people around the world about sex and relationships. And one thing I've noticed is that I've put in a lot more effort to this podcast than I thought it would originally take. And that's been humbling, to be honest. It's been a great joy and also it's taken a lot of work. And so I've been an inquiry around how to how to streamline things. I've got some great ideas in the pipeline and I think I've figured out some great ways to move forward. Uh, but I've needed to take a little time to reflect and figure out my priorities and figure out what habits I want to create and what workflows I want to create that are ultimately going to support you in your life and your sexual journey. Because that's, that's why I'm, I do this. I want to help you have the most amazing sex life you can possibly have and the most amazing life you can possibly have because my life has been completely transformed by all the practices that I share. And I want anybody who's searching for these things, for searching for something deeper, something more meaningful, more success, more pleasure, more happiness, more connection to get it. And yeah, it's nice to just feel that while I'm, while I'm sharing this with you right now. And I'm going to jump over a few different topics in this, in this episode. It's a little more casual than normal. One of the things that really helps me create things and helps me show up for you in this journey is my own practice of energetic management, my own habits around ejaculation and semen retention and how I handle my own sexual energy and how my sexual energy is tied with my success and my production it's, I'm, I'm very intricately attuned to and aware of how my sexuality impacts my ability to create meaningful things in the world. And I encourage you to be mindful of this as well. For example, today I am on day 23 of semen retention and I feel great. I feel amazing. I haven't ejaculated in 23 days. I've had sex a number of times over these weeks and I have not had blue balls once. I've felt motivated, inspired, full of clarity, full of zest, full of vibrance and aliveness. And surprisingly, I have not actually had the urge to ejaculate. Um, I don't feel it right now. I feel there's this, this creative fire that's in me. Um, this creative fire that's in me, I think possibly because the orgasmic mastery course is going right now. And there's a whole group of guys in there from around the world that I'm regularly interacting with. And I want to show up fully for that. And I'm also creating my course about breath work and anal sex. And the more I can be fired up, the more I can be on point, the better all of this is going to be for you. And that's really exciting to me. That's more exciting than having a seven second ejaculatory release, which sure would be pleasurable and it would impact my body and my uh, hormones and my neurochemistry for days. And I will have an ejaculatory orgasm again. I will have many of them <laughs> in the future, but right now I've just, I haven't, I haven't, I don't feel that urge and I haven't recently. And it brings me back around full circle to this concept of 
uh, habit creation and the 66 day figure. Because one of the things that you need, one of the things that I need, if we're going to create good, healthy habits is willpower, is self-discipline. Another term for this that I really like is self-leadership. But to talk about self-discipline and the ability to delay gratification is, is really what we're talking about. This is a really important piece. And I've been reading more and more about this recently and have been learning that willpower is actually a finite resource. This is super interesting to me. And I hope it's interesting to you because this has a direct effect on your ability to be successful in life. The basic idea is the more you use your willpower throughout the day, the less you have of it for the rest of the day until you take a pause to recharge, whether that's by taking a nap or a nice walk in nature or stretching or eating some good food or doing something other than challenging, difficult work oriented tasks to replenish your reserves. There have been all kinds of studies done about this that are fascinating, fascinating. And here's one. I'm going to try to summarize it quickly for an example for you. Many years ago, <laughs> there was a study done called, I think it was, uh, there was a, it was jokingly called toddler torture or something like that. Basically, all these parents subjected their young children to this experiment and watched their kids squirm through a one-way uh, mirror <laughs> in, this, in this research office space. So here's the deal. The kids were put in this room and they were given a marshmallow on a plate in front of them. And then the researcher said, the researcher was in the room with the kid and the researcher said to the child, Hey, I have to step out for 15 minutes, but if you can wait 15 minutes to eat this marshmallow, then you will get an extra treat. You'll get a double treat. You'll get another marshmallow, something to that effect. And then the researchers walked out of the room imagine what happened next. Like these kids were squirming in their seats. They really wanted to eat this marshmallow and they did all kinds of stuff like closing their eyes, shaking their bodies, getting up close and sniffing the marshmallow, touching it, uh, trying to distract themselves. But for seven out of these 10 kids, their willpower ran out and they ate the marshmallow. I think the average time was about three minutes into this 15 minute mark. And Three of those 10 kids, three out of 10, lasted the 15 minutes. Interestingly, later in life, the researcher who originally did this study became very interested in the power of willpower, and he did a bunch of follow-up studies and sent questionnaires and surveys to all the people who were in the original research, and he found, very interestingly, that the kids who were able to wait the 15 minutes who were able to delay their gratification and not go towards that immediate hit of sugar, that immediate hit of dopamine, these children were far more successful in pretty much every area of success that the study looked into. Boom, like mind-blowing, mind-blowing. Not entirely surprising, but mind-blowing at the same time. And so this inspired other research that looked into this more and more with a larger sample size, and the results were basically confirmed again. And the short version of this is just to say that your ability to delay instant gratification 
and seek longer-term compound benefits, if you will, your ability to do that is going to be one of the greatest determining factors of the success that you experience in life. If you're always going for that quick hit of ejaculation, well, you're not going to be living up to your full sexual potential. You're probably not even going to be living up to your full potential in life. This is my belief. This is what I've personally experienced. If you're constantly going to that quick hit of sugar, that quick hit of some fries and a burger at the fast food spot, that's just like fake food pumping your body full of fats and salts and all kinds of nasty shit. Like the more you do that, the more you sacrifice your ability to be successful and you sacrifice your ability to exercise willpower because Interestingly, again, another interesting thing is the quality of food that you take into your body directly affects your ability to exercise your willpower and to be self-disciplined and to lead yourself through challenging situations and through temptation. So like, yeah, if you, <laughs> of course it's going to be more difficult for you to stop watching porn habitually if you're eating a bunch of shit food and pancakes and a ton of syrup in the morning and white bread and then maybe some like chicken nuggets at lunch followed by, oh, I don't know, like a soda in the afternoon, then another soda and maybe a burger and some fries. Like, side note, nothing wrong with eating really good red meat, but there's a lot of shit fast food out there. Like if you're eating that way, your ability to exercise willpower is going to be really low. And this is just so, so interesting to me. And I want to increase my understanding of this. And I encourage you to look into this. Uh, definitely look into this if success is something you're interested in. Nutrition is something I've becoming more and more interested in. And I'm, yeah, I'm realizing I'm going on tangent after tangent, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's kind of fun right now. Um, most of these podcast episodes have been more structured and to a specific point, but this one felt, I felt just like connecting with you and sharing what's alive right now. And what's alive for me is sharing everything I just shared with you and also sharing that nutrition has become much more interesting to me. And I'm starting to experiment more with intentionality around what I eat. I already ate really healthy, but now I'm thinking, okay, how can I optimize this and still eat food for pleasure, but actually be more intentional with what I put into my body because of the direct impact that it has on my ability to be self-disciplined, to lead myself, to exercise my willpower, to create all the things that I want to create in this world. It's, uh, yeah, it's super, super important to me. So Let's take a deep breath in together. What's coming up in the future? So this is the end of the first season of the Eros Rising podcast. The podcast will continue. I am super excited about continuing this podcast. I am going to do this in a way where I'm going to be exploring different kinds of episodes though. I might not do guest interview after guest interview after guest interview again. For example, the next episode that's coming up that's already recorded is a very unique 
kind of episode that I've never heard before. It's, I sat down in my office with a friend of mine who's currently struggling in his sex life, like legit struggling with things like premature ejaculation and sexual anxiety and low self-worth. And we sat together and we had an authentic conversation and he was just really real about the struggles and the challenges and some of the little glimmers of hope that he's had along the way. Um, But it's so rare, I think, that we actually hear two guys just talking about sex in a really real down-to-earth way and especially talking about it in a vulnerable way. Uh, that's, That's scary, honestly, scary. And major, major gratitude to, to this guy who showed up for this conversation and definitely check out this, that next episode. And I'm interested in more conversations for the next season of the podcast that are like that, that are vulnerable, that are connective, that are more real. And well, not that the other ones were less real, but that are more geared towards just this, I don't know, this sort of like raw, authentic aliveness. I really get fed from those kinds of conversations and I'd love to know what you think about this. If you like the next episode, definitely drop me a line or an email or Instagram DM, something to let me know that you want some more episodes like this because that'll give me some more fuel to the fire to produce more of this kind of stuff. And soon in the future, also, you'll hear about my breathwork course. You'll hear about my anal course. Those are two really, really exciting things that are coming out. And yeah, I'm going to cut it there and say thank you. Thank you again, friend, for going on this journey with me. The second season of the podcast will start coming out soon. It's not going to be an every week thing like it was. It might be every other week or once a month for a little while. I'm going to be putting more effort into creating my YouTube channel back up again because that's where it seems like I've had the most impact so far. And then only do podcasts when it feels really, really inspiring to do so versus feeling like I need to produce. So let's take one breath in together to close. Exhale with a sigh. Actually, let's do two more. Deep breath in. Exhale with a sigh. One more deep breath. Thank you, thank you, thank you again, friend. I will see you in the next episode. Peace and cheers to your success. Thank you.